podcasts have a problem. Think about it. How many podcasts did you start and abandon before you found this one? Every article that promises podcasting's greatest hits features the same 10 shows everyone's already heard of. And the podcast app that you're playing this on, they're recommending the same podcast to you that they are to your high school gym teacher. Heard FM, a personalized podcast app, believes you deserve a unique podcast experience with recommendations tailored to your interests. Because when you recommend the same thing to everyone, you're not giving anyone the attention they deserve. When you download the app, you'll set up your interest profile. And every Monday, you'll receive a new batch of podcasts that are made just for you. So stop looking for podcasts. Herd FM already found them for you. Download Herd FM on iOS and Android now. Allie, I didn't enter. What? I didn't enter the contest. Huh. Hmm. Uh, that is so weird. I don't understand. How did they even... Do you think someone stole my work? But then why would they have sent it from my email? That doesn't... Okay, hang on. Let's not think that this is like... How do they even have my email? Wait, this is so creepy. Do you think someone hacked into my computer? Do you think I should call the police? Oh, Jesus Christ. Kat, stop it. I sent it in, okay? What? I submitted a life stolen to the fanfic contest. Why did you... How did you? This isn't like Ocean's Eleven. I didn't hack into the mainframe or whatever. I've had my Touch ID on your laptop ever since the Admits the Chaos tour. You couldn't stop peeing after all that coffee we drank, and you let me put my fingerprint in so if the computer went to sleep while you were indisposed, I can make sure we still got the tickets. Allie! What? We still got the tickets? No, not the... How can you possibly think I am talking about the concert tickets right now? Just... Stop talking. For one second. Kate Harsh. Allie, why the fuck would you submit me to this contest? Why are you so mad at me? Besides the breach of privacy, which, yes, I understand. That was not super ethical or whatever, but I don't... Allie, why? I did it because I love you, okay? And honestly, I did you a favor. I'm sorry? I hate to break it to you, babe, but you have absolutely no plan. No, like, college visits lined up. No applications done. Jesus Christ, Al, you sound like my mom. And I'm sorry, but seriously, the personal statement question you, (laughs) of all people, are struggling with is, what piece of art do you most relate to and what does it say about you? Warren Young, the, and I cannot stress this enough, creator of your favorite TV show of all time just personally selected you out of what? Thousands of people to come to LA, walk on his set, eat his delicious fucking cross-service buffet, bathe in the glory that is Cameron Jones's abs, and you get to have a one-on-one dinner with your personal hero. This is a major fucking connection, dude, that could lead to something big. And you're seriously mad at me for getting you to this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? You didn't do anything! I wrote it! Yeah! And it would have just stayed on a dusty old shelf without me. Like Wheezy from Toy Story. So sad, so lonely, so asthmatic. Just waiting and longing for death if I didn't take action and submit your story. Oh my god. What? What? I just... I mean... Clearly, you weren't thinking about me at all. Are you serious? This is a dream come true for you. 
What is wrong with you? Oh my god, you don't get it at all, do you? Don't talk to me like I am stupid. I didn't say that. This isn't just some girl's trip to L.A. where we get to, like, have lunch at Cantor's and then randomly see Leonardo DiCaprio on the street and then come home and show pictures to our parents and never think about it again. There is a reason I didn't submit to the contest on my own. This whole thing is just a stupid publicity stunt, which means they are going to take a million photos of me and post them. And I think there's even an interview, and I don't even know, whatever else. I am totally exposed now. I'm going to get to college and be that nerdy fangirl who won a fanfic contest and won't be taken seriously for the rest of my life. Okay. Take a step back for a second. No, no, I am not going to try and see the bigger picture here. Okay, fine. But maybe try to consider the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity as a well-deserved break. And perhaps an insightful view into what our future could look like. You do know that writing is a viable career path. Writing fanfic is not viable. TV writing, screenwriting, whatever. Fine! Writing in and of itself is not a sustainable career path. Semantics. Allie! Tandon Productions presents That Vampire Show. Episode 2. Carpe the shit out of that damn diem. our all-American hero. Wouldn't you like to know? Hmm. Running a bit behind schedule, is he? What is this, the fourth practice he's missed now? Tisk, tisk, tisk. What do you want, Luther? Ouch, Bexy. That tone of voice hurts my feelings. <laughs> what? I can't just stop by to say hello anymore? Was your plan to just stand there and make small talk? Cause I gotta say, not my ideal kind of night. Now, is that any way to talk to the guy who actually shows up? I don't have time for this. What's the rush, love? We were just getting started. Oh, this is good. I was looking to work through some of this hostility and aggression, so thanks! (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, now, isn't this cozy? Warren, hi. I just wanted to... Mina, Mina, Mina. Give me five minutes. Call me back in five minutes. Oh, my God. Warren, are you... Have you been... What? No, uh... How could you tell? You just tripled my name? Mina. I don't know what to tell you. I feel amazing. You know, it's 2.30 in the afternoon, right? I've had the blinds down. I couldn't tell you. You haven't been happy day drunk since... God, the early days of season three. I can't tell if I should be nervous or excited. And are you working on your first or second? It's 
Suit 30 in the afternoon, isn't it? Mm, third then. I don't understand why we, <laughs> as a society, decided that it's only acceptable to drink after 5 p.m. Here's my thought. If I'm sober by 5 and no one was here, did I really even drink at all? Uh-huh. <laughs> Mina, Mina, Mina. Speaking of season three, I am right at the end of episode 21. Do you even know what this moment means for the rest of the show? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, because I don't have a life. <laughs> I'm going to hang up now. I'm calling you back in five. I actually have things I need to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah, okay, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Warren. Bex. Bex? Callum, you missed your cue again. We had to improvise all by our lonesomes. Oh, shut up, Luther! How cute the two of you are together. A family reunited at long last. It's a good thing you got here when you did, champ. Who knows what could have happened to me. I was in quite a vulnerable position. You'll turn around and head out that back door if you know what's good for you. Mm. Not your strongest line or delivery. But I know when I'm not wanted. Hey, look, I'm sorry I was late. <sighs> Somehow, worse than not showing up at all. I told you some stuff came up those days. I have a life, you know. You do too. Are you kidding me? This is my life. Our life. Or it would be if you stopped being so selfish. What's wrong with being selfish? Bex, we're teenagers. We're supposed to be selfish and make mistakes and push boundaries. We're supposed to stay out late and get drunk and make bad decisions. Why does everyone in this family say selfish like it's a curse word? Because the world is at stake, Callum. Everything we do is to protect other people. That's what our family has done for centuries. But you're more important than the greater good. That's not what I'm saying, and you know that. I just want to know why we can't take care of ourselves, too. Jesus, Cal. You want self-care? Take a bath. Put on whale noises or ocean waves. Bathe yourself in essential oils and have a glass of wine. But don't run away to frickin' Scotland. Thanks for the text. By the way, St. Andrews? Really? You couldn't have picked some place, I don't know, closer to all our responsibilities, or at the very least, worked up the nerve to tell me in person. Bex, we live in the same house, Cal. A text? <sighs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm sure there are vampires that need fighting in Scotland, too. Bex! I'm not going to Scotland to keep working for the Order. When I get to St. Andrews, I don't want to do this anymore. Want? 
We don't get a want in this. We have to do this. The world doesn't need us. It needs you. That's not true. Yes, it is, Bex. Sometimes when we're fighting, I look over at you and everything slows down. And I see you in this light. And it becomes so clear that this is your calling and that you are able to live up to it with such passion and grace. This is where you belong, Bex. You were born into your dream job and you were so good at it. It's both terrifying and wonderful. And with me, I'm just there. Whether we're saving someone's life or taking out a nest or, I don't know, saving the world, I don't feel anything. Most of the time, I'm counting down to when we have to go back to school and put all of this on pause so we can blend in. And it feels like there was some glitch in the multiverse, and it was always supposed to be just you. This big, world-saving destiny, it's always been for you. The world is so unbelievably lucky to have you. What are you saying? You know I can't do this without you. I think the scary thing is that you can, and that we both know it. Still standing? How do you do that? What, wait five minutes? Mm, never mind. <laughs> Mina, I'm crushed. Callum just told Bex she could do this on her own, and I'm honestly tearing up about it. Crying over your own writing? I thought Taylor wrote this episode. No, you did. Mm, huh. Okay, bud, come on down to Earth for just one second. Unlike you, I'm always on the clock, and I have a couple things I need to go over with you. Mina, I am working. You're watching Bloodlines. This is research. This is what we call billable hours. That's what you would have called billable hours if you had fulfilled your parents' dreams and gone to law school. Since you went to Emerson and moved to New York with a hope and pirated copy of Final Draft, it's called Day Drinking While Avoiding Your Script. <laughs> <laughs> it is not my problem if you can't understand the simple concept of research. I'm calling to remind you we need the pages for the mid-season finale. And this is not a gentle reminder. The network has been on my ass about how delayed it already is, so... Yes, yes. Copy that. Ten-four. So I need those pages on my desk Friday at 5 p.m. Mina? Have... Have you been practicing that? Maybe a bit. But it sounded good, didn't it? Eh, a little rehearsed. Screw you. And I mean it. Friday, 5 p.m., not a minute later. Yeah, yeah. Anything you need from me? Mm. Oh, yes, actually. Can you get me on a lunch with Freddy for tomorrow? And uh, Lucy, too, if you can fit that in. I want to go over a couple of things with them before locking this next episode. Oh, Joy, you know how I love working with things short notice. 
Let me see. Well, you could do an 8 a.m. coffee. <laughs> mean, uh... A joke. How about 2.30 after Freddy's spitting? Sounds great. Okay, why don't you guys meet at Green Cup on the lot then, and I'll have to get back to you on Lucy. She's swamped this week. <laughs> great. Thank you so much, Mina. Wow. Flexibility and a thanks. You must really be in the basket. Okay, and just for the love of God, don't be... Late. I know. Uh, I won't. I'm calling you back in the morning to make sure you got all of this. Mina, I am writing it all down. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Have fun. And hydrate. You got it, boss. Voice memo. Almost out of whiskey, period. Voice memo. Officially out of whiskey, period. Thanks for dropping Kit Kat off as always. Oh, no problem. What you planning? Oh, getting started on my spring bulbs. So working with a little patch of tulips over here, and also a hyacinth or two, or we're gonna... Ooh, what color is that gonna be? Well, you know, it's actually a bit of a gamble. They come Okay, in... bye, Allie. Bye. Bye, Nick. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, Dad? I assume you're not going to ask me about my hyacinth. No. Of course. <laughs> Why would you? Hey, you know Allie. Allie cares about my hyacinth. That's great, Dad. Could I just... I know Mom doesn't like it when I vaguely complain, but... Hey, I don't see her around. Do you? You know that feeling when, like, you love someone so much, but then they turn around and they do something that they claim is for you, but they make a decision without consulting you, and they're like, oh, let me just do that thing, that'll be fine, no consequences will happen to me or anyone else involved. But then practically every consequence possible happens to those involved. And then you're stuck in this weird position of like, oh, great, thank you for doing this thing I never asked you to do and for all these consequences I never wanted. And you want to be mad, but you don't even know exactly what to be mad for, but you just are. And also, you're pretty certain you're going to be a total failure and your whole future is staring at you waiting for you to make a decision. Uh, well... I can't say that I know that feeling specifically. Is this about a boy? I mean, or girl? Or, or, or so, sorry, a person? No, Dad, stop. And you're sure you're not talking about that play? The one with the boy who can't make decisions? And there's all that murder? Hamlet? No, I'm not talking about Hamlet, Dad. But thank you for listening. And please don't tell Mom. You got it, kid. Oh, hey, you know, your mom and I are really looking forward to meeting with your college counselor tomorrow. Ed is such a great guy. Mr. Phillips. 
he was really such a huge support system for Julianne. Yeah, I know. We should text her and tell her we're all meeting with him tomorrow. Maybe she'll want to say hi. Oh my god, Dad. No, I'm sure she's busy. Hey, it doesn't hurt to text. You know, I keep saying, we'd be more than happy to read anything you might have. Whatever stage it's in. Your mother is an excellent proofreader. Dad, I said I would ask for help if I need it. I will. We're just here if you need us, in any way. I'm sure Julie would read something of yours, too. Dad, oh my god, she's literally saving animal lives. She doesn't have time to read my personal statement. Hey, what do I say? Dad... Ah, ba ba ba. It doesn't hurt to text. <laughs> a girl. Ah, the incomparable Freddie Graves. The man born and named for his job. Do you want to... Well, looks like you already have coffee. I do. (laughs) Then I am all set. You sure? I can wait. No, no, of course. I've been keeping you waiting. No, no, no. It's all right. Get yourself a coffee. No, I insist. Stop. I'll wait in line with you. (laughs) This guy. I love him. I love this guy. So what's up? What's the good word? Well, I wanted to have a dialogue with you, with everyone really, to get a little more perspective on people's true feelings about Luther. Who is he? You know, what is he capable of? Huh. Good questions. Uh, I guess I don't really know. Oh, come on. You've got to have some thought or... Okay, no wrong answers. I think you have Luther going down a pretty interesting redemption path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there are some wrong answers. Well, but textually aside, as an actor, working with Cameron is such a trip. In what way? The guy's, like, classically trained. And I'm talking Juilliard status. On top of just plain old natural talent. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely got that spark. Knew that from the moment I saw him on stage. Honestly, he's incredible. Makes me feel like a fraud in comparison. What do you mean? No, you know, just the amount of work he puts in. Well, of course, every actor has to put in the work. Right, right, but this guy? Okay, and, well, I mean, you know how Cam hasn't talked to his folks in years. Yeah? Yeah, well, and you didn't hear this from me, but remember that episode during season four where Bex's dad is in the hospital for the weekend and Luther's watching Bex and her mom talking about it through their living room window? And then Luther kind of gets to comfort her after? He actually called his parents for the first time in... God, I have no idea. You'd have to ask him. Just to talk to his mom, who had gone through a similar experience with his stepfather. Cam wanted Luther's reaction to be as sympathetic and authentic as possible. Of course, I'm sure you already knew that. Huh. I actually had no idea. Oh. That's strange. I think he must have told us at the mid-season wrap last year when you were in New York then. 
Man, those cocktails are always something else. Oof. What were we talking about? Luther. Right, right, Cam. Great scene partner. Great scene partner. Wow. And he's been mad helpful with the new Callum stuff. Really helped me open up to what Callum's capable of, you know? The possession stuff is really rich. You think so? Are you kidding me? It's a blast! I'm enjoying exploring this evil, possessed-by-the-devil side. It's a little more... A little more, to quote our favorite baddie, delicious to me. Ha, uh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Well, that's great to hear. Really fun to sink my teeth into it. The extended metaphor is enjoyable, but I think we can bring it to a halt right there. Note taken. Uh, any uh, other notes for me? No, I don't think so. I think you're doing a great job. Oh, wonderful. My only note is that I have no notes. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's grab this coffee, and then I want to walk you through some of the changes we're making, okay? Totally. I'm here to give you my all, man. That's exactly what I was hoping to hear. Uh, apologies for the delay. You all can come in now. Oh, goody. Ed, it's good to see you again. Likewise, likewise. And hello, Sharon. Oh, so nice to see you. A pleasure as always. Come on in, come on in. Well, feeling a little bit of deja vu here. I know. <laughs> I feel it too. Now, remind me, what year was Julianne again? 2013. Ah, yes, that's right. Early decision to wash you? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Makes my job easier. <laughs> oh, she couldn't have been happier. And now? She just finished up her master's program over at Cornell. And she has settled into her job as a technician at Crown Heights Animal Hospital. <laughs> that's in Brooklyn. Well, now isn't that something? You must be proud. Oh, yes, very. Good, good. That's very good. We were hoping for a similar trajectory for our Kit Kat over here. Dad. Well, not necessarily the same, but perhaps something a little more... Mm, I don't know. Yes, and so that brings us to why we are here today, hmm? Right. As we know, early decision is off the table. <laughs> Way off the table. Dad. Oh, sorry, sorry, honey. But currently, one of my main concerns with Catherine is that we are still currently working with a list of 15 school applications. Fifteen? Yes, fifteen. Honey, you didn't tell us you hadn't narrowed your list down any further. I honestly don't understand why applying to a bunch of schools is an issue. Isn't that what college is for? Figuring out what I actually want to do? Well, truthfully, the number of schools isn't entirely the thing that worries me. And that would be... Well, I'm not really seeing a clear path here with Catherine. Sorry? Meaning what? Well, we all know, and Catherine, don't worry, I'll let you speak up in just a second here, but I want to make sure we are all on the same page, as it seems you haven't been updating your parents throughout this process... We all know Catherine has a pretty impressive resume. 
with debate, her volunteer work at the preschool, maintaining a strong GPA throughout her upperclassmen years. At first glance, she looks fantastic on paper, but I do worry. The more I look, the more I see a lack of focus and specific passion. Cat, this is exactly what we've been worried about. You guys are always saying you support me in whatever I want to do. We do. Yes, but you have to actually pick something. Would you all like me to step out for a moment? Oh, no. No, that's not at all necessary. Now, how can we fix this problem? Well, if we could really narrow in on a few programs, knock the why this school questions out of the park, that would really help focus her application. Well, there's pre-med, of course. Kat's got an incredible bedside manner. Or some sort of pre-law program. I mean, she's always writing and reading. Sure, absolutely. Um, excuse me. Can I maybe get a quick word in about the rest of my future? Of course. First of all, I am not feigning my interest in any of my extracurriculars. I am deeply committed to all of them, and I think that shows a lot. Yes, of course. But, since you guys are so worried about me and don't think I'm capable of committing to something on my own, you should know that I applied to an international writing contest and won. Hey, now! That's something! Yeah, and they want to fly me out to L.A. for the weekend. That's terrific! Los Angeles? Well, what's it for? What did you win, exactly? You remember, uh, Bloodlines? <laughs> How could I forget it? I struggle on a daily basis to get that, that mosh music out of my head. Well, I wrote, sort of, like, an adaptation of it. A kind of spec script, I guess. Well, this sounds interesting. Yeah, uh, and the winner of the contest gets to go out to L.A., be on set, um, have dinner with the creator, and yeah, it's actually um, a pretty great, uh, pretty impressive opportunity. This is great, Catherine. I wish you would have told me you were interested in screenwriting before. Well, this sounds great, sweetie. How fantastic! A writer! I didn't even know you were still writing, beyond, you know, the academic medium. I think the last time I read something you wrote was a birthday card for me when you were 11. Okay, Mom, moving on. Yes, yes, moving on. Moving forward. How exciting! Well, uh, Catherine, this sounds like a great opportunity, and I look forward to hearing more about it when I see you next. We can probably move the meeting until after you return from L.A. and have narrowed down your schools to fit this new path. Right? Totally. New path, full steam ahead. How'd it go? Mine was terrible. I'm still having painful flashbacks. I thought my mother was going to choke Ed out at one point. First of all, I am still mad at you. Hi to you too. Hi. Second of all, it was absolutely not cool in any way, shape, or form for you to have hacked into my computer. I did not hack. I utilized my own fingerprint, which you consented to program in your own laptop. Not the point. 
Okay. I lied and told my parents it was my idea that I applied. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You were truly just yelling at me yesterday about how mad you were. Yes, you went behind my back. That was messed up. And this is what I get to do to get my parents to calm down about my future. Okay. Fine. I get it. Thank you. So, are we going to LA or... Here's where I'm at. Pros. Hit me with the pros, baby. Pros. One, I would get to be away from my crazy parents. Boom! Same. Amazing pro. Two, I would get to meet Warren Young. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Dream opportunity right there. Three, I kind of want to see what I'd look like with fangs and the whole vampire makeup. There she is. Starting to sound like the cat I know and love. However, con. I am no longer anonymous online. I am Cat Wright, and I run Nine Lives Six Feet Under. And everyone will know that for the rest of my natural-born life. Own it. Now, let's take a deep breath in. I will not. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Do I... Dare I say, feel a decision coming on. Fuck it. We're going to L.A. (laughs) We're going to L.A. (laughs) This episode was written by Cassidy Lou Jones and directed by Marissa Tandon. It featured Lauren Grace Thompson as Kat, Alex Bankier as Warren, Gabrielle Adner as Allie, Megan Carter as Mina, Castroline Villar as Bex, Dallas Seeker as Luther, Torian Brackett as Callum and Freddie, Joe Kearney as Nick, Elizabeth Von Iser as Sharon, and Brendan McGrady as Ed Phillips, the college counselor. Our casting assistant is Kim Roth, and sound design is by Alexandra Tandon, with additional sound design assistance from Newton Shottlecotty. Remember, our story takes place not just in our feed, but on the internet as well, so if you want to check out that additional story content between episodes, be sure to check out our website at tandonproductions.com and follow us at That Vamp Show on social media for all updates. New episodes are out on Tuesdays.